Welcome to Happily Ever After, the podcast which seems to talk about all sorts of different things, but one listener described it as the place where we talk about what everyone else is thinking, but maybe not saying out loud. I am your host, Hannah Harvey. I'm a writer and a parenting blogger at mumsdays.com. That's M-U-M-S-D-A-Y-S dot com. If you wouldn't mind subscribing and leaving a review, that would be amazing because it basically means more people can find the podcast. Um, And I also would really, really, really love to hear from you. So please could you contact me through Instagram at mumsdays. You can message me anything really, but you know, your stories of life and heartbreak or any thoughts you might have on the episode or any questions you want answering. As always, you can find the details from this episode in the show notes. Hello and welcome to Happily Ever After. It's me, Hannah Harvey, and I'm joined by my lovely Katie again. My lovely Katie. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> now, it is post-Christmas, pre-New Year, and this is literally my favourite time of year. In between us. In between us. <laughs> I think that's a thing. I think it is. Is it? Yeah. Okay. But basically, it's the time when I get quite reflective. Mm. Because you can still sit and eat all the food, because it's not New Year yet. So you're you're still, like, enjoying it. But then you're thinking about, right, from New Year's Day, what is it I want to do? Which, in reflection, is kind of like a lot of pressure. But we've been having a chat, haven't we? And we were thinking about lots of different resources that are available so if you are wanting to make a few changes we've got these things available what were you telling me about yeah so it's the perfect time of year to do some thinking isn't it think about your life and all of that and just while in the in the process of helping Hannah with um the podcast and the blog and things I've come across loads of amazing free resources that help you with your mental health and journaling and you know, trying to figure out your life, I guess. More yeah. of the same stuff. So the first one that I was going to talk about is like a planning application. A planning app. Was it journaling? Yeah, for journaling. Cool. But it's not necessarily just for journaling. It's called Evernote. Yeah. And you can download it for free. Um, And they have templates in there um, which show you how to work on daily reflections. It's stuff like how to keep a diary, what you should be writing down. Little prompts. Yeah, little prompts. That's exactly it, yeah. Which I've always found super useful, and I know that you've talked about it on the podcast before, for gaining a bit of clarity and for focusing on on what's going on with you and in you, isn't it? Yeah. Um, So there's all sorts of different things you can do, but it's kind of, which is the, maybe just choose one. Yeah. So if your thing is, I would like to journal more, then that's a really nice free tool to just utilise. Yeah, and actually what ties into that is um, another app that you can download called Insight Timer. Got it, it's amazing. It is amazing. I use it every night. I do Do a yoga nidra every night and I think it's (laughs) life-changing. That's how I feel about it. And it's all free. Um, There's like thousands of different meditations on there, but it's not just that. There's communities as well where you can talk to people about what's going on. Uh, lots of stuff to do with breathing. 
there's some live classes on there and and again that's all just a free resource there's probably journaling prompts on there as well so that you can if you wanted to do journaling you can pair that with Evernote yeah and it's just like one of the best things I've discovered as of late on the surface it looks like um a meditation timer like that's why it's called insight timer and I think that's what it was originally for but it's actually full of like lots of great guided meditations and nice things. Yes, I found some really great. In fact, I've got a few that I used on there. One was um, a cord cutting meditation. It was something like six minutes long, but it guides you through the process of if you feel emotionally tied to somebody else, like how you cut the cord. And even if it's bullshit, for me, emotionally, it felt like a really significant tool so that's a really good one just on there for free yeah and you can literally just go in the search function and type in cord cutting and it would come up with a whole bunch yeah and it's the same thing with like sleep if you're struggling with your sleep you just type in sleep and loads of different sleep meditations come up if you want to work on self-compassion that's on there as well all sorts of great stuff and I must admit I was skeptical about you know whether that stuff would kind of work or not and and the first time you listen to a guided meditation you're like well this doesn't work and you've got one eye open but then (laughs) but when you practice it it gets better and it does actually help over time I think Mm. so if somebody wants to get into meditation and that kind of thing that's a really free cool tool may as well have a go yeah and then the last one I wanted to mention and I don't know whether this is available everywhere but there's a it's three apps I'm talking about three apps here um, it's an app called Borrow Box, which um, links up with your local library. And I've just discovered it and realised that you can get tons of books for free on there. And it's not just ebooks; it's also e-audio books as well. So if you're not really into reading, also known as audiobooks. No, it says e-audio books. <laughs> it does, honestly. <laughs> I, I wouldn't normally include the E, but that's what it says on the tab. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> Meaning it's not a CD. Yeah, it's not a CD. It's, it's not straight, a physical on your audio. phone. Yeah. <laughs> so if, you, if you're not really into reading, then you can just listen to the book instead. Perfect when you're in the car. Oh, which it's I know great. A lot. Yeah, my mum uses this all the time. And, you know, like, so when she's cleaning around the house or dotting about, she's always listening on to something on BorrowBox. Yeah. All you have to do is sign up for your local library, which you can do online or you could on in my local council anyway. And then you've got an account and you can you can borrow the e-books and the e-audiobooks as well. <laughs> I think it's like five you can download at once and there's loads of amazing self-help books on there. Although self-help is a bit of a dirty word, but like... You know, no, we love it. <laughs> okay, yeah. We love it. Yeah, they're not cheesy and some of them are really great. So, yeah. Mm, I would recommend giving that a go. I think as that's well. brilliant. Mm. Cool. And then the other thing we should probably talk about is the fact that we've been given so many great tips through the podcast because we're now on episode 23. So, that's nearly a full six months of podcast stuff. And the first, well, the first things I wanted to mention were probably my favorite moments from the year and the first is when we went viral on tiktok with a letter from my mum yeah it's amazing like it's so weird you you do something and you don't know what's going to work and what's going to resonate and what is and I mean we did think with this letter it was so special that we had to talk about it Mm. and it had to you know be turned into a tiktok and we're not really big on it are we tiktok we just kind of shove things up every now and again and we're trying our best are we trying no, our best? No, we're not trying our best. No. 
<laughs> we're just putting stuff up willy-nilly yeah. but that's fine so the letter that she sent was after I'd kind of had a bit of a breakdown this is like you know a good two years ago kind of saying that I was really struggling and I felt like a crap mum and all that kind of stuff and then she sent this letter and it just the comments we got on TikTok from it were just lush weren't they? yeah they were and Hannah reads it out in the podcast as well which is episode nine and it really touched me when I heard it as well and I'm not even a mum but I felt I think I did shed a tear so that's that's really quite something isn't it shall I read it now <laughs> I would really like it if you read it now yeah. okay so she says our hearts break for you and all the things that you've lost being a single parent is so difficult but you're doing amazingly you've made the right decision and things will get easier as you go through the stages of bereavement you've made a lovely home for them and you must stop worrying about being a bad mum you are keeping things going they know they are loved and this is enough for now there will come a time when you enjoy being their mum again but for now it's enough to just do the essentials isn't it a beaut it's just mm. that permission to be like just just do what yeah. you have to do here and now and there are days and weeks even now where I'm like this resonates with me and I'll think I just need to do the essentials like I don't have because you I think when you're in that feeling of stress you're like oh my god I need to do all these things now when actually just get through today mm. Mm-hmm. And provided they're healthy and safe, that is enough, you know? Yeah. Mm. If they've eaten a vegetable and brushed their teeth, oh my God, you're like hitting top-notch parenting. Mom, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. If they've used cutlery, you can just get out of town now. <laughs> Aspirations. I know. Um, and then the other one that I found to be quite profound profoundly engaging with people was the episode we did which was 13 which was kind of like a Q&A one about dirty secrets um, and there were a few questions around what to do if uh, you are in a relationship with an addict and off the back of that I also wrote a post about it kind of talking about how it's so important to reach out and get help and you don't need to be on your own with this and I also spoke to Sean Alexander about drinking and just the combination of all of those three things just seemed to filter out and I got loads of comments from people just being like a thank you I don't feel so alone in what feels like a really lonely situation and other people being like, oh, you've made me realise I can try sobriety or it doesn't sound as shit and annoying to not drink sometimes. And you kind of given me permission to be like, actually, I don't want to do that all the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was a really meaningful moment for me anyway. And then obviously all the amazing people that we've interviewed has been awesome. So we've been through and picked through some top tips, haven't we, from from the episodes? Yeah, we have. Do you have a favourite or a few favourites where you're like, ooh, well, <laughs> ooh. I think everybody who's been on the podcast has said some really amazing things and I've enjoyed them all, but I am a bit biased. <laughs> <laughs> what with you being my mum and all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, and that. Um, but I thought one of the things that we could do is pick out the top tips that our guests have given us throughout the, the episodes. I think the top takeaway from your podcast with Josie Baxter, which was episode 18 the things that she said that you absolutely have to do is get good sleep try and do 10,000 steps a day and drink enough water and like that sounds so achievable 
<laughs> yeah. That's what was nice about that, you know? Yeah, so she's um, a PT. She's, you know, we were asking for her health and fitness tips and to break it down into something so manageable. Mm. Like, so before you're worrying about the gym and before you're counting your macros, it's like, make sure you've got these in order. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah because let's be honest, how many of us have got all of those three things? Like sleep, no. water, 10,000 steps. I've only done 4,000 today and it's yeah, quarter to four. We probably won't do 10,000 today, but feeling like that is my fitness goal instead of being like, I need to go to the gym six times this week. It's a lot more achievable, I think. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so that was good. Yeah, she was great. Yeah. And then that brings us on to Danielle Barbaro, who you had on the podcast number 17. One of the things that I thought she said that was amazing was advice to parents who are thinking about splitting up. And it was not to get stuck in the broken home narrative. Like, I can't leave because I don't want my kids to be in a broken home that bit yeah and she said what's more broken living with a family that's fighting all the time or having two separate houses where your parents are happy and i just thought that was like such good advice to parents you know yeah Mm. and being the person who's been the child with Mm. split up parents i know you were telling me that once you knew your parents were happy yeah you felt happier yeah exactly and if that meant two separate homes for me and two separate homes for them that was absolutely fine Mm -hmm. (laughs) much preferred it yeah um and the other thing that she gave us as like a top tip to take away is that when there's money involved in your divorce you should get legal help which i know is something that hannah has mentioned on previous podcasts and always get the expert help no matter what anybody else is saying Mm -hmm. i think it's just worth the money in the long run even if they tell you what you already know Mm -hmm. just cover your back yeah yeah. So then we also got some advice from Lee, who was a guest on episode number 12. 12. So if the takeaway from her podcast was to give yourself space to go through the grief of a breakup, there's a lot, I guess her point was that there's, you know, we don't take it as seriously as we perhaps should, and it is a grief, and you've got to go through all of the stages of grief, which Anna's talked about on the podcast before as well, yeah. um, before you can move on. And then once you do, she said to take control and create the next chapter of your life, which I just think is beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Well, her her um, Instagram is the life she built. And that's what she was kind of saying is up to this point, maybe stuff has happened, but this is your opportunity now to go ahead and take control and yeah, decide what the next bit looks like and make mm. it happen. And don't try and do it tomorrow either. I remember her saying, mm. like, think of it in 10 years yeah. rather than an immediate thing. Mm-hmm which I think is really important because we can get so stuck in the overwhelm of like, I want all the things to happen today. And now, yeah. But definitely. it's like, let's just make a 10-year plan, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lovely. totally. And then Kath. We've had Kath in twice talking oh, about declaring. Absolutely love Kath. Absolutely oh, love her. Enough of her. <laughs> she just makes me feel so much calmer. Yeah, same. Because it is, it's the clutter and the stuff. And I think the way my brain works is I can't handle too much clutter and stuff. Mm. Like it needs to be planned out, otherwise I get stressed. So, yeah. Do you have any favourites from what she said? Yeah, so she, on the first podcast that she did, which was episode 10, that was just about, well, she's a professional declutterer. So she was giving us her top tips on what we should do. And she basically said, if you're going through a difficult time, think carefully about what you're throwing away because something might hold different meaning to you later on. So I can totally relate to that with like when I first left, I wanted to get rid of 
anything and everything that had ever been given to me by my ex because I was like, it's too emotional. And then there were certain things that just kind of hung around and I was always in the back of my mind, oh, I'm going to get rid of them. But mm. now I'm like, oh, actually, I quite like that makeup. I'm going to use it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's lost its emotional meaning. Mm. So maybe don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yes. Maybe, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing she said was just to start small, which is, again, another lovely bit of achievable advice that I can take on board. Just do one draw at a time. You yeah. Know? Well, that was really great. That's so true. And you'll have a sense of achievement even just on that one little thing. And then each little step just gives you that like, oh, I can do this. And Mm. then what's the next thing you can do? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we've also just had her Christmas tips. Yeah, on on our Christmas tips. And the thing that I took away from that was that she said it's the act of gift giving that matters not whether you keep the thing forever or not and I'm just gonna throw out so much stuff when I get home (laughs) (laughs) where I've thought oh I should keep hold of that though really because so-and-so gave it to me as a present but it wasn't about that they've had their joy out of it you know yeah Mm, time to throw it away so yeah the obligation of the gift is actually you're putting too much emphasis on the gift it's actually the moment of getting the gift that is where it's serving its purpose Mm. and what happens after that Maybe it goes on to be a gift for somebody else. Maybe it does. Maybe its purpose in life is to be a gift. It could be forever. <laughs> Who knows? There was a beautiful moment when Kath left the studio after she was talking to Hannah. Um, and it was right at the end of the conversation. She went, by the way, I'm not getting you a Christmas gift. And Hannah said, no, I'm not getting you one either. And that was the end. <laughs> I don't think we should all have more conversations like that. That was nice. <laughs> Yeah. That was episode 19, by the way. And then we also had Katie on episode 20, who was telling us about dressing for confidence. And the thing that I took away from that was that you need to dress for your shape and not your size. Like, if you're a bigger person or if you're not happy with a certain part of your body, you don't have to hide it away all in black. You should embrace colour and dress how you want to dress, not how you think you should dress. Yeah. And that's really nice. The thing I got from that was this idea that because somebody doesn't like one aspect of themselves, they'll then hide their entire body. Yeah. Like they're trying to completely disappear. Mm-hmm. Whereas what she was saying is like, so maybe you don't like your waist, so draw attention to your face. Mm-hmm. Or if you really like your ankles, draw attention to <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. stop hiding your entire existence because you don't like one thing. Yeah. And I think so many people do that, and it's a fucking shame. We're all prone to the odd moo and we need not to be. What's a moo Why do you why why do you hate the moo so I much? don't understand what it means. <laughs> it's just like a a large like nighty type um, dress outfit that comes out and then straight down. So the stuff that you would wear to hide your body. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, there are days. I've like, got an enormous turtleneck which like covers most of my face. So yes, there are I've days when it. I have yeah. to sit yeah. in that. That's not that's... a moo-moo, though. Oh, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to have to link to this one in the show notes. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you all a picture of a moo-moo. Good. <laughs> Thank you. I look forward to that. So, yeah, that's our sort of thoughts on kind of the New Year cheer. I'm going to go away now and have a little think about... I do love a resolution. Yeah. How do you feel about a resolution? I don't do it because... Uh, like it's you know the third of January by the time I thought about a resolution you know and I'm and people are like what, what's your resolution I'm like is it the new year <laughs> what's going on I don't know what happened 
<laughs> so I'm more of a reflect all year round type But that person. is probably the best way to do it. Mm. But there's nothing wrong with a resolution. And I think if that is what gets you motivated, then I'm all for it. Yeah, maybe it's more of I like the reflection period between Christmas and New Year, but I probably won't change much more than I already have. Mm. It's know. good to revisit things though, isn't it? I just want to learn more. That's what I want to do. Play more. Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Happy New Year when it comes, Katie. Mm-hmm. Happy New Year to you too. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening and have a great week. And I'll see you next time for another episode of Happily Ever After with me, Hannah Harvey. I would be very grateful if you wouldn't mind leaving a review or subscribing because this helps more people find this podcast. And of course, if you've got a friend who you think might enjoy this episode, please do recommend it to them as well. For anything else, your thoughts on the episode or any questions, please do get in touch with me through Instagram at mumsdays or you can email me hannah at mumsdays.com and I genuinely love hearing from you. So please do get in touch. Bye.